What is up, DGAFers? So today's episode I am so excited about because we are actually here with my best friend from fourth grade, believe it or not. We've been friends for so many years. And her little baby daughter, Eva, who is right around four months old. And you guys, we are going to be talking everything from night shift life because she was a nurse overnight for a really long time. And now she's a new mama and working on getting back into her her health and fitness routine and just balancing everything. So we thought this would be a really great episode to bring to you. Yeah, we think it's just cool. You know, we always do just Jenna and I giving you our tips, our advice and things like that. But we always like from here like now and then to invite somebody to come speak to you just about their life experience and any tips that they can bring to you as well. And if you are listening to this and you know anybody um, who has some amazing advice, whether it's with business or health or motherhood, um, and you know that they would maybe want to be on our podcast episode, tag us um, in one of their posts or something. We can get a hold of them or send them one of our podcast episodes. We'd absolutely love to interview them. Or maybe it's you. Maybe you are an expert in um something health and wellness or business or something like that. And you would love to share some input with all of our listeners. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of our podcast ideas come from the girls that we work with in our online health and fitness groups. And we look for kind of areas that they are struggling with because Mm -hmm. here's the thing, if they're struggling with it, you're struggling with it. Someone out there is also struggling with this. So that's why we really wanted to focus on night shift and new mom life. Yes. All right. So before we jump into this episode, We want to remind you to please rate and review us. It's our little tip jar, and we love reading them too, by the way. Um, So give us a cute little screen name or nickname or whatever you call it on there, and then we will read um, the reviewer of the week. Yeah, so today's is actually Buckles number four, and I am 99.9% certain that that's my sister-in-law because that's her last name, But, (laughs) (laughs) but I could be wrong. So she says, love that these girls keep it real and are incredibly motivating. Thanks for opening up your lives and experiences, good and bad, so that we can all relate and realize it's not about always being perfect, whatever that means anyways. Keep it up. Love it. I love it too because, you guys, we will never try to be perfect. No. You're going to hear baby Eva crying in this. We're actually breastfeeding during, not all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Just the mom. Just Caitlin will be breastfeeding Eva. I just want to clarify in case you're listening to that all random awkwardness. Once again, not perfect. Just don't even know what she's saying right now. Literally don't know. So anyway, tag us when you listen, because we want to know. So I am on social media at fitwith underscore Jenna Locke. And I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. All right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA-effer, like don't give a bleep or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA-effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA-effer who doesn't give a bleep what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. 
All right, we are here today with my best friend in the world since, what, fourth grade? Yeah. That is insane. So this is Caitlin. Hi, everybody. And we're super pumped to have her because I was trying to think about a way to answer all of your questions on night shift and new mom life. And y'all know that I can't relate to either one of those things. So Caitlin came to mind because she is a brand new mama. Eva is four and a half months, four and a half months and currently breastfeeding right now, right now. Very moment. <laughs> at this very moment. And I just, and she just turned around and looked at me. Oh my gosh. We're talking about there you. She <laughs> so we just wanted to kind of start from the beginning and, you know, before you were pregnant and, and had baby Eva, what, what was your life like with night shift? Oh, um, I loved it. I, I worked three P to three A. I love that shift. But I think that's kind of all I ever knew in the adult world, working world, because um, right out of, gra- you know, graduating, I did 7P to 7A, work night shift, um, three days a week. So I would wake up in like the afternoons when everybody's been up all day long and then try to have to get it together, figure out my day. I mean, meet up with people when I'm just rolling out of bed, it's kind of, it was, it was hard to adjust to that initially. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. Like your routine as a night shifter, like, did you work out? Did you, how did you eat? Like, I know these are like weird questions, but like, I talked to so many girls who says like, I mean, even my sister, for an example, it's like really hard to like get on an eating schedule. It's really hard to find time to work out after a really long shift. So like, how do you make time for that? Or did you? I would work out if, if I could work out, it would be when I woke up. That was the best time for me to work out. And that still holds true. Right. Even with the shift I do now, um, eating it's, I would never want to eat when I wake up, but you just have to make it happen. You know, you have to, I would eat like small meals a day, even at work. Some people don't eat like all 12 hours and I eat like a bird. Like I eat every few hours constantly. Like I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm eating again. And that's, well, that's really the, the healthy way to go about it is to have small meals every few hours. And I think that's what I've heard the most from the girls that I work with. It's like, well, I work a 12 hour shift. I can't eat. I'm like, wait, you're awake for 12 hours, but you're not eating. Like you have to be eating. So how, like, what would you take to work? How did you make that happen? Small snacks, um, protein bars. I love protein bars. Something that's like easy and portable. You can whip out, eat it fast. Um, You can't like obviously make a huge meal. Salads are nice, but they're hard to put together unless they're kind of already made that way Mm -hmm. you know some stores have the like prepackaged salads but um yeah you have to just plan ahead a lot of people at work where I work they order out all the time Mm -hmm. and I've always like brought my my lunch with me Mm -hmm. so how do you adjust to like like okay so we work night shift but then there's days that you're off so, like, are you still sleeping during the day, or did you, like, how does that all work? Now or then? Then, then and now. Then and about, now. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I did work last night, and my shift now is 11 to 11, so it was a little bit harder for me to get up and get going, but I just have to make it happen, especially with a with a little one. You mm-hmm. know, she gets up at the same time every day, right? and whether I want to sleep in or not, you know, I have to get up with her. Right. Um, but before you had a baby... I mean, I feel like you'd be a little bit more, you know, flexible as to those days that you're not working. And are you up during the day with like 
your friends and going with them or are you sleeping all day? Like, are you trying to stay on your schedule? I, I try to stay on a schedule. Okay. I yeah, mean, that's what I would figure. I would be the yeah, best I thing it's, to do. It's hard. But then I feel like I have FOMO. Like people are out in the day, and I would be like, it, "What do I do?" It is hard to. Go, yeah, it is hard to go back and forth. But some like for some people that only do nights, like my husband, he only does eleven to eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. So then he sometimes he gets his sleep cut short. Yeah. Oh, I where bet. I need my sleep. Like I have to have seven or eight hours. So that's why I don't really cut that out very gotcha. well. So it probably just depends on. The person, because my sister's a nurse and Mm -hmm. she works night shift most of the time. Mm -hmm. And she's always like up, you know, she'll be up during the day on the day she's off. Well, she has a baby now. So it's like hard, but I'm just like, how, when do you sleep? Like, what is your sleep? Like, it's insane. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. That would have to be so hard. And so now, so what, what made you switch your hours then? How did all that come about? Having a baby. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. Eric was only night shift and I was the one that was going to have to change. We can't both do nights. He's no. going to watch the baby when. Overnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could try and figure it out, but it's just not the most ideal. Right. To, to work till 3, 3.30 in the morning, get your child from somebody else's house, wake her up, get her back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just well, and I ideal. think too, you know, as a new mom, you're trying to get her onto a routine too. So, gosh, that would be such an aww. <laughs> All right, she's... We wanted to record this with baby Eva here because we want you guys to realize that, I mean, life is life and you can't stop it, like what you like to do and things like that because you have a baby. I mean, I one of our um, cross-country coaches actually at our school that I work at said the one time, because Nick and I had just had our son and... I was like postpartum depression, hardcore. So I was like freaking out about everything. Mm-hmm. And he said to Nick, cause Nick's like, I'm going to take Cameron to the cross country meet. And it was kind of cold. Like it wasn't freezing, but it was kind of cold and like a little, like not nice out. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, no, you can't take him. And the cross country coach goes, he was born into your family. Like, that's what he said. He's like, they were born into my family. So like they're coming and doing the things that we do. Like you can't <laughs> completely, Exnay everything. Um, and I had a hard time with that because I was not mentally there. But I just think that's always nice to to hear. It's like, go live. You know, you can still live a normal life right, with right. a baby. Like, take oh, the baby absolutely. places. Well, do that kind of stuff with them. people that will conform to the baby. And then, mm-hmm. like you were saying, the baby's coming into your life. To yeah. Lives. So if you want to do it something. Will adjust, just, yeah. It will adjust mm-hmm. to your life. I mean, if you're taking it out. And about, it's going to be used to being out and about. If you're leaving it, if you're at home constantly and not going anywhere, then when you finally do decide, this kid's going to be like, what terror? Right. Like, what the heck is this restaurant? That I'm at? not saying that we took Cameron to restaurants a lot. And he's still a terror when we go out to eat because he's free. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Well, but I, I think watching the two of you has made me more ready for kids because I see you still yeah. living your life and, yeah. and you know making time for you regardless of, you know, all the, mm-hmm. the, all the craziness. Yeah. <laughs> it can be a lot. It can be yeah. overwhelming at times, but I mean, it's definitely worth it. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I love, um, Eric, so Eric has cousins from Canada and they, I just love the way that they parent. We'll be out in Greece. We at a bar. It's like one in the morning, two in the morning. We're having drinks. We're having a great time. And they have like two little ones. And they're like, yeah, they're just going to sleep right there in their stroller. And they'll fall asleep. Oh, yeah. 
And because that's all they've ever known. Like mm-hmm. they inter- introduced them to that lifestyle mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, hey, we got to cut it short. We got to go. We can't come out because we got to put the baby to bed or they have to take their nap. Blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. That is amazing. And we've all heard it, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Times. That's so true. I think it's funny for New Year's, you know, we just stayed at our house. But Cameron, you know, we just let him st- stay up with us because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. What are we going to do? Our house is small. It's loud. And it is what it is. And when we tell people sometimes that, yeah, he stayed up till like one, they're like, what? I'm like, what am I supposed to? Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's not a huge, but that's my, my style too. I feel like Caitlin and I are very similar in that mm-hmm. aspect. I'm not. And she, I even said to Jenna too, I'm bedtime. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So with two night shift parents. Yeah, I mean, well, it's so funny because I remember hanging out with you guys the one time and I was going, I was leaving your house. It was like, 11 and I was coming home and I think Eric was either just getting home or just waking up something from his night shift and it was like 11 p.m and he came downstairs all dressed he's like hey babe where do you want to go what do you want to do do you want to yeah. get some food and I'm like <laughs> what <laughs> we have like dinners yeah and that's not like that's normal for us yeah you and know, Eva will go to bed maybe 10 sometimes 11 I mean that's on the later side mm-hmm. my sister has her babies in bed at six so you just make it to yeah. what works for you yep so lifestyle, eating, working out—you have to—you have to make sure it works for you. Absolutely. Oh, she's so sweet. We'll get her. She's so so. Happy. So, any advice for new mamas getting back into routines? Take it slow. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, It—it's totally worth it to take it a little bit at a time because it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. It really does. And um, this was words given to me by a nice friend. She said, you have to change the way you define working out. You know, I used to think of it as like two hours sweating right. it out at the gym, working out seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And now it's, if you get 20 minutes, if you do 50 crunches before you get in the shower, like that's your workout for the day. You just got to fit it in when you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it does like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. It makes you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Oh, for than sure. Nothing at all. That is amazing. Well, and I know one of the girls in my group, she's so cute. thought she farted. But she <laughs> <her mouth. laughs> oh, I would say one of the girls so in my cute. group I know is just struggling getting back on track. And I was so proud of her today because she texted me that she, she's doing the home workouts with us, but she did like 15 minutes and then the baby woke up and she had to, to feed. And then she texted me she's like, I split this whole workout up and I paused it for hours and I came back to it and I finished it. Mm-hmm. And she, and then she said, does that count? Yes. Oh I my was God. like, Absolutely. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that counts. That, uh, that, of course that counts. Like. Whatever you well, can do. Well, and I'm sorry, but when you go to attend to your kid, you're, like, exercising almost still when you're, like, taking care of your kid. So, like, you probably even get that much of a break unless you sat down in bed, but you're, then you're breastfeeding. So now you're burning calories. Like, it right. doesn't I mean, matter. That, what you said, that's an accomplishment. That's amazing. It, she should be proud. Yeah. That's amazing. Even Eva's laughing at you. <laughs> She's so cute. She We've is all so done it. Cute. Yeah. And, you know, even if sometimes you do have to cut your workout short, it's not a big deal. You got something done. Yep. Absolutely. Right. For sure. I I think so too. She's so cute. Look at her. (laughs) Are you happy now that you're fed? Always. We're all happy when we're fed. I know. Isn't that the truth? It's so the truth. So, all right. What about, oh my God. (laughs) She's smiling. You want to come see me now? Come see me. 
<laughs> All right. Careful with the microphone. Here oh, we geez. go. There we go. Maybe going over the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So any other, I mean, going back to night shift, I mean, any last thoughts on that, too? Any other questions we want to ask? I think it's hard for us to even come up with questions because we don't do don't night know. shift. No. Like I've just, had some people that I work with yeah. ask me things about it. They've told me, like, their schedules and things like that. Yeah. And I... I don't, I don't know. I know. So it's hard with what, like getting a workout in. It was more like eating. eating. I, the eating part was the biggest issue. Cause some girls that they have such a long shift. Cause I mean, they're like, I don't know if I should keep eating. I'm like, well, if you're hungry, you should eat. So a lot of people would say not to eat late. Like, have we all heard that? Oh, you're not supposed to eat after a certain time or, or a few hours before you go to sleep. Right. And, you know, it's different when you are working those night shifts because you're, like, not going to bed at normal right. hours. So I don't know that I hold that very true for myself to not eat something. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. I don't come home and eat right before I go to sleep after a shift. But I definitely, like I said before, like, I space it out. Mm-hmm. And I used to be really terrible about not eating before I'd get to work. And then I would be starving. And then you don't know what, what Where the day come up. holds for you. Right. And you could be running your, your butt off before you can even have a drink of water. The mm. other day, it was like two and a half hours before I had a drink of water. But you just have to have it ready on hand, like a huge water bottle. Like I said, snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Shakeology. That's like my go-to before I can get to work, mm-hmm. at work. Those are quick and easy and they fill you up. Yep. A lot Some of those proteins. Stuff. Mm-hmm. But just having something on the go. Mm-hmm. But I think I think you hit the nail on the head, and then I think she was crying, so we didn't talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> but when you talked about planning, like having a yeah. solid plan in place before Being you prepared. go, you have to be yeah. prepared for. I mean, I have to be prepared for my because day. Because when even. you get really hungry, like the first thing you want is something super convenient and fast. So you're like, I'm gonna go to Burger King really quick, or mm-hmm. like I'm gonna call in mm-hmm. like an order or something. And it's like if you just had something available, it would be. It's hard for people that don't like bring food with them to start bringing food with them, mm-hmm. you know, going to the grocery store, picking out something that they know they're going to be able to pack easily mm-hmm. and get to instead of, oh, I'm going to order out one meal. You have one meal for 12 hour shift like that. I couldn't imagine. Like I, I don't do know. that. It's really hard to do. I know some people don't have a choice, but it's, I don't know. You got to keep that metabolism going. Yeah, I totally agree. So like every two to three hours, they try to pop something into your mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I always, I mean, I always think like when people are really struggling with, with what to eat and what to do, I always say like stick with a protein, a carb, a veggie, a fruit, like make it simple. Mm -hmm. And that stuff you can easily prep. I mean, take a banana, take some almonds. I know that's not fruit, veggie, whatever I just said, but like, (laughs) but yeah, that is a healthy fat. But if you could take a banana or some carrot sticks or something like that, that you can easily grab a couple on the way. Like I know I used to do that with teaching. All Mm -hmm. my kids used to make fun of me, my fourth and fifth graders, because I always ate and I just would snack while I was teaching and I'd eat a handful of carrots and and it just became the new normal that I was doing that. I think so many people get hung up on, you know, when they think they have to bring food to work, that they have to like cook all these recipes and like go right. do this no. whole big thing. I'm like, no, just have some frozen veggies in the freezer, have some like carrots and things you can cut up with some yeah. fruit and a lunch meat, mine. like turkey, like yeah. nitrate free lunch meat. I know that doesn't sound super glamorous, but if you're having an issue with bringing healthy foods to work, if that's your only option at work, you're going to eat it. 
That's what yeah. I always say. Like, you if that's my see, only like, option. I'm scrambling to put it in my lunchbox before <laughs> I leave. And it's like, yesterday I had carrots. Uh-huh. I threw in an apple, threw in, like, um, like a trail mix, something yeah. like that. Like, random stuff, bars. but you're getting all the food groups in there. Right, right. And then there were some leftovers for, like, my actual, like, lunch meal. But then you made me think when you were talking about the carrots. I'm standing. I'm triaging a patient. The nurse practitioner's like, did I see carrots in your pocket? I literally have, like, <laughs> oh my dip God. in one pocket, carrots in another pocket. <laughs> I think I already ate a salad oh and my somebody's God. like, Oh, you, you're eating something else. Like, I was like, listen, man, if I'm hungry, I'm just going to go eating. run and get something and like eat it when I can. Yeah. It's not like, you know, I need my knife and my fork. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. You don't need to tuck your napkin into your, your scrubs right, right, and right, have right. a five course meal. Right. Like just, so maybe yeah. that's even a tip that night shift people can take away is get the mindset of having to have like a meal mm-hmm. and just think of it as little grab and go things throughout the shift and you won't even I mean it'll fuel you perfectly you're not going to be too full which will make you tired because if you eat too much now you have to go back to work and you're tired because you just sat there and ate a big meal yeah, true like eating well that kind of stuff is going to keep you fueled and light, but you're also not starving right. at well, the same time. And that's a good point, Lauren, because I think, you know, we talk to so many people who get fast food all the time. And I am a firm believer that there are so many people in this world who don't understand even what it feels like to feel incredible from the foods that we eat. Mm-hmm. Because we just aren't, we don't have that knowledge. We don't know enough about nutrition. So that's one reason what you know, we try to educate you as much as we can on this podcast about everything that we've learned. Mm-hmm. But eating fast food, going to, to Burger King and ordering something like that is going to slow you down. You're going to feel like such crap for the rest of your shift after that. Well, and so many people use the time excuse of like, well, I just don't have enough time. Like, you know, it takes just as much time to drive through the drive through pick something, wait for them to cook it, and then eat it <laughs> as it would if you just put some dang carrots in your purse like it takes <laughs> it takes more time to do that, that so it true. seriously does so when people do that I get like mad at them I'm like nope uh let's get a timer out real quick <laughs> just I'll make my meal way faster than you'll go to Taco Bell so that is that's invalid <laughs> that is a very good yeah. because that's a solid argument yeah no that's yeah you would win every time oh I win every time and if somebody doesn't leave me I will make them get a timer out and I will do it <laughs> I'll do it Oh, that is awesome. All right. Well, Caitlin, I just, I'm so proud of you for making yourself a priority. You want me to take her? Sure, you want to take her? Yeah. I'm just so proud of you for making yourself a priority. And you were just, I feel like you've always rocked night shift. You've always rocked mom life. And I mean, I'm just. Thanks, honey. So proud of you. Thanks. I'm playing with Eva. I know. And Lauren's (laughs) distracted. So I think we're going to end here. (laughs) Go get some baby snuggles. Yep. All All right. right. Until next time. See you later.